Today, another company stands up to government mandates. Netflix employees stage a walkout, and the Democrats drop free college tuition from their spending bill. We've got a lot coming up today on the show, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy hump day. I am uh, joined as usual on Wednesdays by Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, which really is a fancy way of saying we make him read all the crap that we read don't want to read. Stuff, yeah. All of the Someone's gigantic bills, <laughs> all of the research papers. We're like, you know, I have a life. We're going to have Jason read it. Just give it to him. So. Yep. <laughs> uh, also joining us on her maiden voyage on the show, we have Gothics, who is host of Cancel This, which you can find on YouTube. Uh, I highly suggest everyone check it out. And you have a, a, a I know, I don't want to put you on the spot and like get into your whole story. Like sit on my couch. Tell me <laughs> what happened when you were younger. But um, you do, you have a very interesting story as to how you kind of got into this world. I know you were a gamer, you were on Twitch, and they tried to cancel you several times. But I think the the biggest one was when you, I'm sorry, it's, it's too controversial. Could you please say what you actually did? I had the audacity to use my American rights uh -huh. to vote for the president that I wanted to. Whoa. Can you guess which one it was? <laughs> Let me guess. Did he frequently wear a red hat? <laughs> I think so. Yes, yes. yes. So voting for Trump not it. allowed in America. No. Uh, they tried to cancel her, but they could not. And you can find her on YouTube. I highly suggest you subscribe. Uh, all right, so this will be a fun one today, guys. Um, <laughs> so I want to get into uh, a couple different things when it comes to the topic of vaccine mandates. First of which is In-N-Out Burger, which um, I just, I would like to just say, I just had a delicious lunch earlier at <laughs> In-N-Out Burger. There is me enjoying my In-N-Out Burger uh, because... They uh, blasted the city of San Francisco's proof of COVID-19 vaccination requirements after the uh, San Francisco Department of Public Health closed one of their locations for serving customers who were not carrying the proper papers. They did not have their vaccine card. They did not have their papers. They said papers, please. Well, the problem was that they didn't say papers, please. And now they are being shut down. So in and out blasted them and said, uh, our store properly and clearly posted signage to communicate local vaccination requirements. After closing our restaurants, uh, local regulators informed us that our restaurant associates must actively intervene by demanding proof of vaccination and photo identification from every customer, then act as enforcement personnel by barring entry for any customers without the proper documentation we refuse to become the vaccination police for any government. Uh, they also blasted the requirements as unreasonable, invasive, and unsafe. Um, I, I mean, look, I, I want to get into this first with you guys, but I have to say, is this not the way to red pill people who would not already <laughs> yeah. be red pilled? Because oh, yeah. it's like, they're not even saying we disagree with the vaccine. They're not saying we think it's bad. They're not saying we don't think people should take it. They're not even saying that they don't want people in the restaurant to be vaccinated. They're just saying like, it's actually really unsafe for our employees who, you know, I, I mean, you could have a very low level employee who's just trying to like make burgers and you're now asking them to 
police people who are going to be very upset potentially that I mean that could create an unsafe situation so they're just like you know what we think maybe our employees should not be put in that position and um, they're shutting the location down in San Francisco Jason there's like only a couple of things to really get Californians irate and screwing with an In-N-Out burger <laughs> joint is one of those things yeah. you do not do. No, but you're exactly right. I mean, go to go to a, try to try to enforce this in like a rougher neighborhood. You know, right. like L.A. Um, I didn't. I, I used to live there, but I haven't spent too much in San Francisco. I'm sure there's rough neighborhoods in San Francisco too. Try to enforce that there. Mm-hmm. There's people, and, well, and I would be one of them. Yeah. They would be like, "Screw you!" Right. I, like, what? No, I don't have to show you anything. And uh, yeah, you keep screwing with some of these. Uh, some of these institutions, these beloved institutions, you're going to find how people's attitude changes pretty quickly. You know, it's one thing for them to criticize, you know, libertarians, conservatives. Heck, anyone that thinks that they have the ability to make their own decisions, um, it's easy for them to sit, sit back and say, you know, you know, it's you know, it's for the greater good, blah 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 blah. blah. Really, put it into uh, into action and see what happens. Yeah, you're going to find out. Yeah, gothics. Yeah, I just listen. I love burgers, but that is <laughs> I, that is too much for me. Um, and also, the people that are working there, that's way above your pay grade. Right. <laughs> I don't get paid enough you for know, that. I know. Like, <laughs> I didn't sign up to be the vaccination police. I'm just, I'm just like cooking french fries yeah no <laughs> exactly and and i also i really the, the thing that i really hate about this entire conversation is people never talk about those that legitimately cannot take the vaccine yes. for medical mm-hmm. reasons yes. Yes. and it's really disheartening because i think that they're really preying on people's fears to try to enforce this vaccine passport mandate whatever mm-hmm. um and it's you know it's it's divisive so i i'm, I'm applauding uh in and out for doing that that's something that i i frequently talked about when we started down this whole road which uh was you know the mask mandates and they kept saying well there's not people would say there's not a valid reason to not wear a mask well there's no valid reason and you would have some doctors who would say that But there were so many other doctors who said, of course, my patients with COPD, my patients with severe asthma, my patients with, how about this? Uh, Someone who actually was raped and held against their will and suffocated may have a mental problem with wearing a mask. And we were supposed to pretend as if there are no uh, contraindications for any of these things. This is just a one size fits all solution for everyone. And also, you're not supposed to question the validity of whether or not it actually works. It's incredible. Yeah, I I would have worn a mask, too, uh, if I thought that I needed to do it until they started saying you have to do it. And that was like, the okay, well, now I'm definitely not doing it. Right. (laughs) Right. Um, And and that was kind of my strategy walking into like places like, you know, Walmart or Target, whatever, all these places that had the mask mandate when it was, you know, the state mandate. Yeah. I mean, you know that especially if you're you know, kind of like a douchey guy like me, that the 18-year-old person that is enforcing it, yeah. I know that I can walk right past that 18-year-old and they're not going to do anything, right? right? It's like, right. how far are you willing to go for this? Because I'm willing to go all the way, baby. <laughs> right. but, but I'm I, going through a midlife crisis. I've got nothing left to lose. <laughs> Dang it. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm glad there's like companies like in and out that are kind of stating the obvious on these things, and I hope more follow suit. Yes, yes. Um, I, I, you know, I, it's, it kind of sounds like Southwest Airlines was kind of moving in that direction a I little bit. I think they are, but they are worried about the PR of just coming out and saying, "Oh crap, we realized we can't do this because our employees will make it impossible to run a company." So we need to like edge our way, <laughs> inch inch our way there, right. so that it's not a PR right crap and, show. And I'd like to see some of these more freer states that yeah. would start saying hey look if you got you know if they're doing this to you if you're if it's a hard time to it's hard for you to run your business in some of these crazy places 
uh, come on over. We've got tax incentives. Come on over. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Um, all right. I want to add to this conversation, Gothics. Let me play this clip for you, and I want to get your uh, your thoughts on it. It's uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot over in Chicago. She accused the Fraternal Order of Police of inducing, and I've, I, I'm not sure if we're allowed to say, I feel like we're not allowed to say this word anymore on YouTube, but mm. I'm just reading the headlines. This is what she said, not me, inducing an insurrection by opposing the city's vaccine mandate on public employees, watch. You asked the question of why the lawsuit? Um, because we believe that the FOP leadership is trying to foment an illegal work stop at Kishrek, pure and simple. We've laid that out in the materials, um, and we're not just, we're not having that. The, the contract is clear and it's been known for a long time. Uh, the police unions are not authorized to strike. It's in their collective bargaining agreement, and it's a matter of state law. What we've seen from uh, the Fraternal Order of Police, and particularly the leadership, is a lot of misinformation, a lot of half-truths, and frankly, flat out lies in order to induce an insurrection uh, and we're not having that i mean look you have one of the uh head people of the police union saying that 50 uh, percent of police officers would not show up for work because of this vaccine mandate um and now you have the mayor saying you, you're not even allowed to exercise your bodily autonomy at this point without being accused of an insurrection I want to know what alternative reality Beetlejuice is living in because I I, I, I don't get it. And exactly it. Like we saw the, I'm sorry, I get really irritated. Well, it's okay because our host Chad Prather over here at Blaze TV actually just calls her butthole eyes. I like that better. I feel like Beetlejuice is like a, a, even, you know, it's nicer than butthole eyes. So it's, it's, it's wild because when, when BLM reemerged last year and you heard that rhetoric of like defund the police, I said, Mm. this is going to go really bad. And it's just as simple as two plus two. And for people to, still like her just be like baffled like i have no idea why this is happening no you know i think you know yeah it's i mean it's it's insane and then to to use the words like insurrection which is what we see all the time they take this word that actually means something at the beginning of it like uh, like quid pro quo Right. They take this word that actually has a, a, a defined meaning and they ma- they just turn it into something with just absolutely no meaning because they just use it whenever they feel like it. So now they're uh, inciting an insurrection, Jason. Right. Well, it's actually the, the opposite is true. Well, the mandates and all of that, all the things they're doing are going to induce an uh, insurrection. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you're going to have police walking out. You have I think it was in Seattle or somewhere in Washington. You had both firemen and uh, cops walking up and just quitting. They like walked up the steps and mm-hmm. put their boots down like, no, mm-hmm. we're done. This is going to happen all over the country. Um, there's only so far you can push people, right? There's only so far you can try to impose your will on them before they say, screw it. You know what I mean? Uh, this is of their own making. And I would argue that as Americans, that are, you know, par- standing up to, against tyranny is, is kind of what we're all about. Mm. Um, I, we used to be. Oh, we used to be. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I don't a, know now. a lot of times with the people, there's the way they just roll over now. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, can't, I, just, I just don't know the thinking, uh, you know, of, t- of today, especially the young America. I just don't get it. Yeah, I, d- I do worry. Get your thoughts on this, Gothics. I do worry that there is a too big of a subset in, in whatever party you're affiliated with, right? The right, the left, whoever. There's a, a still a, a subset of these people who just wait to be told what to do by the government. 
when it's their government, right? When it's their guys and their guys tell them what to do, it must be inherently good, so they will follow orders. And then the other side, same thing. Yeah, it's, I mean, I've been noticing this for a long time, and I, it's weird because, like, I dropped out of high school, and I did not quite see, like, the environment of, like, school and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, like, hearing younger people and hear how they talk and how easily offended they are and how anti-American they are, I'm just like, I dodged a bullet not yeah. going into college. Or, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, but it's a little bit scary when you compare like how America is right now to like other countries that are mm -hmm. ramping up their military and, uh, you know, displaying their masculinity. And here we have people complaining about like harmful rhetoric. Right. <laughs> Right, right. I mean, I, I, I just feel like, like you said, Jason, that that's what used to, that's what America used to stand for. But I don't know anymore because we're so divided. Yeah, I, re I remember going back to when I used to walk around with no mask when the mandate was up. Mm -hmm. I could not believe how many people were staring at me just in total like, amazement. Like, oh my gosh, like I what's going to happen? I'm like, nothing is going yeah. right. This is not a law. Literally nothing. Literally yeah. nothing. Maybe yeah. someone will ask me to leave and right. then I'll leave. Right. But even then. But, but they were so scared of even that. So scared. But the, the cool thing, though, is the longer I was in a store, mm -hmm. I'd see other people that would look at me and go, Yep. Yep. And they would take it off. Yep. Yep. It only starts a little bit, and then the rest of the people will, will follow, because this is ridiculous. Yeah. People just need to wake up. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got more to come, but uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor of this segment, Candid. So um, there's a specialist for everything, right? But, uh, you know, you may need a mechanic when your car breaks down, um, but when you want to fix your smile, fix your teeth, if you are like I was, and you accidentally, well, it wasn't an accident. I just stopped wearing my retainer and my teeth shifted and all the, you know, the straight teeth that my parents paid for, it just went to waste. Uh, you need an orthodontist for that. All right. They are the specialists. That's who you need to go to. But you're probably really, really busy and you don't have time to go through all of these different appointments at the dentist. And then they refer you to an orthodontist and then they don't do that, all right? Use Candid. They only work with orthodontists. And uh, by the way, they do everything. They can do everything from home. So they are going to give you these clear plastic aligners, and they will give you all of the treatments all at once. So you will have all of them, however many you get. I think I got 12, I believe. And you will have them all with you. You trade them out every so often, however often your orthodontist tells you. And you can start straightening your teeth for way cheaper than the average cost of braces. Um, and you're going to save money. You're going to save time because you can do it from home. By the way, you're going to get Candid's teeth whitening for free. They can help you get the straighter, straighter, brighter smile you have always wanted. Right now, you can save $75 on your Candid starter kit when you get started from home. Or by the way, they do have uh, studios. If you want to book an appointment, you can go to candidco.com slash why. Use code why. That is candidco.com slash why. Jason, I know you mentioned that uh, the best way to get Americans to not do something is to tell them that they must do it. And then they start pushing back and going, hold on, wait a second, uh, we don't like this anymore. I think another key to Americans push back on all of this authoritarian nonsense is the way that they are treating this uh, when it comes to children. Um, let me let me present to you guys a couple stories that kind of go along with this, and uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. So I was reading, I, you can find the story, I believe, on theblaze.com. We have it up right now, but um, there were uh, there was an elementary school in California 
Patwin Elementary School. Uh, the officials emailed a notice to all of the parents at the school to dress their children in, quote, warm jackets and rain gear, end quote, for an upcoming school week that had cold and rainy temperatures because all the children are made to eat their lunch outdoors uh, due to COVID-19 restrictions. So um, all of these parents were supposed to send their children with a raincoat so that their children could eat their lunches in the rain, in the cold temperatures, just in case uh, something happened with COVID. Now, they changed their restrictions after all of the parents, of course, there was an outcry and they said, absolutely not. I'm not sending my children uh, in a coat so you can force them to eat lunch outside. Uh, so they actually ended up changing that. Uh, so again, we are seeing people, businesses, even schools in this case, which technically are still a government entity, um, change that. But let me play also for you at the same time that things like this are going on. Uh, parents are subjected to this for their children. Let's listen to CDC Director Rochelle Walensky. They just, they're rolling out this plan to vaccinate quickly, they say, uh, children, all children ages 5 to 11. So, of course, they're moving that number lower and lower and lower, uh, even though children that age are not actually um, statistically likely to even know that they have COVID, likely to have any, you know, horrible symptoms, long-lasting symptoms, go in the hospital. I mean, these minute chances. But even so, they're rolling out a plan to quickly vaccinate these children. Even then, they are still recommending these mask mandates for school. Listen to Rochelle Walensky. We also know that um, from previous data that, vac that schools that have had masks in place were three and a half times less likely to have school outbreaks requiring school closure. So right now we are going to continue to um, recommend masks in all schools for all um, people in those schools. And we will look forward to scaling up pediatric vaccination during this period of time. Uh, I just, the way, the way in which our children are being treated right now I just feel like the dam's about to break. You cannot, you cannot continue pushing these parents and pushing these parents. We're seeing record numbers of people pulling their kids from public school, homeschooling them, putting them in a, in a you know, co-op, whatever the case may be. You can't push parents this far and expect them to, again, I used this term earlier in the program, to not be red-pilled. Gothics, I'm going to go to you first. I, I mean, I completely agree with you. Uh, but it's crazy how a lot of other parents don't see that happening. Yeah. Like I actually had this person on YouTube address me because he was, uh, he thought I was lying in the sense that I said that, uh, you know, people aren't being mandated in schools or being forced to get vaccines or, or kids aren't being subjected to this type of stuff. So um, it, it's wild. So yeah. I don't know what proof does society need for them to say, OK, this is a red flag. Like yeah. this is actually happening. Um, but it, it's sickening. Yeah, I, I, I first want to address what she said about, you know, the, you know, schools doing 3.7. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know where some of these facts and figures come it, from. It's interesting that you say that. I thought the same thing. I'm like, well, show me show me the study. Let me see it. Yeah. Let me read the details. How many that. schools were forced mm -hmm. to shut down over a, a breakout of and of, also forced right. is very cute, too. Yeah. And I mean, like my like my kid's school uh, I, at the very beginning when they first went back, because they, they like post all the numbers. Yeah. And you can see them whenever you want. The, the, the cases did go up. I think mm -hmm. at the, the most at, at any given time, and this is in a huge high school, right. 
you know, thousands and of kids there. And it's also just cases. Just cases. Mm-hmm. There was like 40 cases. Right. I think that was the highest. And then it's been going down since you know, the kids have been around each other. I like, also I, know of a school, um, which obviously they can't do the mask mandate here in Texas, but like they were very, very, very uh, much pressuring all of the parents to send their children in masks. They had almost 100% compliance rate, and they had to shut down as well right. for all of the cases, even though they had almost every single person wearing masks. Right. Um, in, in the case about you know making the kids eat outside, the, by and large, that's how it's always been. It was that's how it was last year when mm-hmm. uh, the kids were starting to go back to school, or, or when Texas opened the schools up, making uh, them eat outside. Yeah, making them eat outside. So like like my wife works at an elementary school, and she was talking about that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, they have to eat outside, and I was like, what? It was. I mean, and it was in inclement weather and everything, it was bad. And uh, I was incredible. like, w- why aren't people talking about it? Well, mm-hmm. mostly they don't, they don't actively shop that information around. So parents didn't even know that their kids were eating outside. They didn't know it. And it's absolutely ludicrous. Like, you're going to have them eat outside because of COVID, but they can all sit in the classroom together? Right. What? Like, what's, they're still around each other. It's, I mean, it's I, because COVID, uh, you have to invite COVID in. It knows. <laughs> no, Very it, smart. It's, it's exactly. <laughs> so well, true. I mean, you do, you, you're, and you're joking, but like, you do it's bring like a up vampire. a great point. You, exactly. yeah, you do bring up a great point, Jason, and that is part of the, all of the arbitrariness mm-hmm. of all of these rules. It's like, well, they can go and play together. And by the way, they're touching their masks if you're forcing them to wear a mask. Then they're touching all of the things in the classroom and then all of the other kids kids are touching it and so they're obviously going to spread germs back and forth that way but they can't sit together at lunch they can't play together at recess they can't like they can't do any of the things to let them continue to be kids oh and by the way you can only catch covid if you're standing in a restaurant once you're sitting you can't catch it oh and by the way you can only catch covid if you are at a trump rally but not at a black lives matter rally Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) you got it right it's very it's a very advanced disease you know something it's a lot of things that are happening right now are showing that people just need to get more informed and more involved in what's going on like you need to go and find out what's being taught to your kids you need to you need to know how they're being taught you Mm -hmm. need to know how they're treating your kids because by and large i think mostly people just kind of like trusted that institution they're like, ah, oh, you know, like, I went to school, I was fine, nothing really bad happened That's what I'm saying. Me. I think they overplayed their hand here. Because, Absolutely. Because more and more parents are like, what do you mean you're going to make my kids eat outside in the rain? Like, they're fine. They're not, even if they get COVID, they're going to be fine. Yeah. But as you pointed out, Gothics, there are a certain amount of other parents who have just completely bought in hook, line, and sinker to the government yeah. uh, narrative. And I suspect it's people that are still consuming mainstream media, mm-hmm. uh, people that can't fathom that, the, you know, the government or wouldn't do this to me. You know, they, right. I don't think they want to buy into the fact that maybe they're living in a conspiracy theory that they, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So except they call all of us the conspiracy theorists. Yeah. It's interesting. How that happens. Uh, All right. We've got more to come, including, let's see, what do we have coming up? Oh, Netflix. The Netflix employee walkout. That's going to be a good one. We'll get into that after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bambi. So uh, when running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, HR manager salaries aren't cheap, an average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. 
With BAM, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. Month-to-month, no hidden fees. Cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash matters right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash matters. Bambi.com slash matters. All right, so interesting update with Netflix. We talked about Dave Chappelle and how he, you know, he, tr- I think, tries to trigger people in his comedy specials. But isn't that what comedy is, I would argue? You're going to trigger someone. And, of course, he, uh, he, he's an equal opportunity comedian. So everyone, everyone is at risk for being offended. But uh, previously, the Netflix CEO had come out in uh, defense of Dave Chappelle and his uh, new comedy special. The co-CEO of Netflix is now backtracking after uh, defending Dave Chappelle from this woke mob. This comes at the same time that Netflix employees are staging a walkout over the trans comments made by Dave Chappelle. So let me let me go through this this walkout uh, details and then I'll read to you the quote from the Netflix CEO. So this is a group of employees who call themselves Team Trans. That's, which is very cute. Team Trans, they scheduled a rally outside Netflix's 13-story uh, Sunset Boulevard offices in L.A., uh, where they, along with some activists and public figures, plan to present Chief Content Officer Ted Sarandos with a, quote, list of asks, which is nice because typically when you have these uh, leftist activists, they're not asks, they're just demands. Mm-hmm. So I guess we can give credit where credit is due. It's nice that they actually list them as asks. But uh, they say we shouldn't have to show up quarterly and annually to push back against harmful content that negatively impacts vulnerable communities. Instead, we aim to use this moment to shift social ecology around what Netflix leadership deems ethical entertainment. Um, So, uh, you know, it's interesting. So they're doing this. At the same time that uh, this, the co-CEO of Netflix, this is the same that the head of content, Ted Sarandos, said... What I should have led with in those emails where he defended Dave Chappelle was humanity. I should have recognized the fact that a group of our employees was really hurting. To be clear, storytelling has an impact in the real world, sometimes quite negative. We have articulated to our employees that there are going to be things you don't like. There are going to be things that you might feel are harmful, but we are trying to entertain a world with varying tastes and varying sensibilities and various beliefs. And I think this special was consistent with that. So not a total walk back, but definitely a, well, I probably misspoke a little bit. What I meant to say was I'm validating your feelings. And I just feel like in some cases, feelings should not be validated. Who cares about their feelings? They should all be fired right now. They walked off the job. They're not working. They should be fired. Why are they still called Netflix employees? Fire them. This is ridiculous. This is what happens when you hire a bunch of like woke, fragile people at your at your workplace. You're going to get crap like this. Activists. I saw this was trending on Twitter all day long. I was like, why is this story trending out in the world? Period. Right. This is so stupid. I guarantee you none of them probably even saw uh, Chappelle's special because I didn't see anything hurtful or anything like that. I mean, there was some jokes. Yeah. But I mean, he ended it with like this really heartfelt mm-hmm. uh, story. Did mm-hmm. you watch it? Yeah. Really heartfelt story about uh, a trans friend of his. Yeah. 
I mean, like, how do you go from watching that special to saying, oh, screw it, I'm going to walk out and, you know, this is the, this is one of the big points that he was trying to make in it, is it the, the, uh, the, the trans lobby is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you even protesting for? Why do you even have a trans lobby? Like, how are you being discriminated against? Yeah. Are you, are you going out and being an activist because some people say mean things? Who the... I almost cussed. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. You can say hurtful things to people. Right. Like, I don't have to like you just because you demand it. Well, and, I, you, and you're the one who chooses to be hurt by something. It's not me, like, hurting you necessarily. You're the one who chooses to internalize it and become hurt over ridiculous things. Gothics, you, they, they tried to cancel you. Mm. So they're trying to cancel Dave Chappelle. I have a feeling you have some thoughts on I that. I do have some thoughts on mm. that. So, first of all, I really reject this idea that uh, the jokes that Dave Chappelle said was hurting vulnerable communities. No, 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 no. They they were hurting sensitive individuals (laughs) is more specific because the people that are that I know who are trans thought that special was hilarious Mm -hmm. because they're able to look at art and understand that that is just art. You're there for entertainment and everyone in that audience is going to get picked on. Yeah. Uh, Black, white, religious. But you talk about trans people, you can't do that. And to me, it's like if if you wanted a very simple way of saying that we are not equals, I think that's a good way of saying that I can't take a joke, but you can make fun of the white people and the religious folks and all that. That's Mm -hmm. fine. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I kind of hate that the Netflix dude went kind of yeah. backtrack a little bit because I think that that's sort of enabling this mm-hmm. uh, emotional, uh, I guess, insecure, emotional uh, lack of maturity, yeah. lack of a better term. Um, yeah, I, I, and this is the guy, this is a black man that grew in pop- popularity uh, doing live skits as a, what was it, a blind uh, a KKK member. Yes. And you really think he's going to, you know, take back his jokes on trans people? I don't, I don't right. understand. Well, it is funny, too, because you brought up a, a great point about, you know, they they claim to be this vulnerable community. I would argue that they're one of these, like, strongest yes. communities, effective communities in the entire nation. They are not at all vulnerable. They get everything they want all the freaking time. How is that vulnerable at all? Yeah, again, what are they protesting? <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm racking my brain. That, like, what are you denied? It's hurt feelings. Yes. It's, it's all it is. That Netflix, that Netflix allowed Dave Chappelle to hurt their feelings. Yeah, that's, that's so it. ridiculous. But you know what it is, it, is, that, is that they can take hurt feelings and they can say, well, this is going to lead to violence. It's like they can't, they can't, they don't realize that words don't automatically mean that action is going to follow. Mm-hmm. Jason, go ahead. I, I, I'm just absolutely sick of these companies that will, will bend like this, just at the drop of a hat. Like, stop. You mentioned it before. You're, in, you're enabling these people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just stop. Like, all it takes is a couple of companies to say, look, we're, we're not playing that game. Did you see Aaron Rodgers? Uh, his pre- or he was on, I can't remember some show, but uh, that, that, that he kind of summed it up right there. He's like, I'm not even going to play that game. Yeah. The PC woke, yeah. you know, co- yeah. I'm not, I'm not even playing that game. Yeah. He's like, you know, we used to be able to say things, you know, used to tell jokes, whatever. He was just talking trash in a football game. Right. And apparently a bunch of people got their feelings hurt. That's kind of the point of talking trash. It's <laughs> yeah. to hurt the other person's feelings and get them out of the game. You know, it is interesting too, when you think about um, how we've evolved into a society where uh, people like football players, um, musicians, 
these people who that was their craft and that was what they did, they weren't expected to comment on politics and mm-hmm. all of these other things. And now now they're canceled you, if they don't. Yes, that's what. Yeah. Like you're not allowed to not to not comment on it. Like you have to comment on it. Oh, and by the way, if it's not what they want to hear, they'll still cancel you. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm old enough to remember when I'm looking at gothics, like she's probably not old enough to remember <laughs> because she's definitely the youngest one at the table. <laughs> but I'm old enough to remember when like you didn't, you weren't supposed to listen to what a musician had to say about politics. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. Crazy. Um, all right. One more thing having to do with uh, all of this new woke America that we're living in. The Grammys are doubling down on equity and inclusion with uh, some woke hiring instructions. So the Recording Academy released a writer to its production agreement that will affirm its commitment to, quote, equity and inclusion in hiring at all levels of production. This is an eight page document. And uh, they say that they want to recruit and hire more diverse candidates backstage and in front of the camera that have, they say, historically and systematically uh, been excluded from the industry. They all also are going to improve representation in four ways, they say, by diversifying hiring pools, hiring benchmarks, data collection and analysis, and strict account- accountability measures. So we're going to have data collection and analysis and hiring bench benchmarks on diversity. What could possibly go wrong? Everything. <laughs> there is no Hollywood. There's nothing. No, nothing. Um, I, first of all, if I was in that position where I... Uh, I was a checkbox for all of these awards and opportunities, I would feel so terrible about myself. Yeah. Because that, yeah. that's, I'm not pushing myself, I'm not learning anything, I'm just getting an award just for existing. Yeah, they're not hiring you based on your merit. Yeah. They're hiring you because you they can check a box. Right. How yeah. many boxes did you check when I got to the studio? I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, what a what an odd state of affairs. It, 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 in my, I mean, no one's no- watching anymore. But I have a feeling part of this culture is why no one's watching anymore. Right. So it's just interesting to see them continue to double down on. And it. I thought it was already illegal to discriminate on you know race no, or no, anything no, no, like no, no, that. No, no. I thought that was already That's illegal. O- it's only illegal against minorities. Oh, okay. If you do it to white people, right, 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 it's right, totally right, fine. Right, right, right. Actually, I think you get extra bonus points, extra woke <laughs> points if it's a white Christian male. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like yeah. you, there's a special place for you but in woke culture. It seems like the majority of really good talent and like in the like in the music industry is not really white anyway. So I don't know who uh, I, I don't really know who they're targeting there. It's, it's like you know, well, I, I, it's like the people that they're going to hire even to work like behind the camera and stuff. The crew. They have to check off these boxes. It's going to be great whenever all of these companies do this for uh, jobs that just for whatever reason, culture, whatever, they're not going to find minorities. They're not going to find enough minorities. What are they going to do? Then are they going to force these people to do these jobs? Yeah. I mean, that might not uh, be what they want to do. Such a a radical, like, 180 from, like, people like what, what... MLK would say right. versus today. Right. It's a complete shift. It's like yeah. it's not content of character, it's not the person you are. 
it's now the color of your skin? Yes. What? 100%. Yes. They, like, go to any company. There's not like an evil white dude like at the HR department being like, make sure that like we only got some white dudes working here. <laughs> no, 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 no white women. This is some white dudes. And that's all we, well, that's comical. Like, in what world does that exist? Well, it is funny too, because usually when you see these CEOs making <laughs> these statements about how they're committed to more diversity and inclusion, it's Always white dudes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I'm like, if you want to start, why don't you start with yourself? Right. Yeah. Oh, not not me. No. Yeah. Uh, all right. We've got more to come, but um, let's let's take a break now, and uh, we'll be right back. Always, every time, all the time. Like the the Coca-Cola ones killed me. what appears to be so far a pretty big concession to uh, moderate Democrats. Joe Biden reportedly told House progressives that tuition-free community college will not be included now in the final version of their multi-trillion dollar spending bill to fund uh, the president's agenda, which of course includes economic agenda, climate agenda, because we all know we might die in, well, it was 12 years, but now I think it's like 10. So... Get everything in, get your bucket list done, get everything done that you need to in the next 10 years because we're all dying from climate change. But for some reason, we still need to spend trillions of dollars on it. Uh, so Biden discussed a $1.75 trillion to $1.9 trillion top line figure for his spending bill. They're hoping to pass it uh, via budget reconciliation to, of course, dodge the 60 vote requirement because they, uh, they're worried that they don't have the votes to reach that hurdle. Um, but they are now... They're now dropping free college tuition. Should we be optimistic about this? Or is this just like, we're just going to slowly move the Overton window because we know that that's how we make progress. We're not going to go for it all at once. They're, they're in a lot of trouble on this bill. And they talk about the bloat in this, in this stupid thing. They knocked off $2 trillion, which they throw around trillions, you know, the word trillion so much that I seems like nothing. Yeah. But $2 trillion yeah. off of this thing is insane. Um, yeah, they're... Uh, By the way, they're, they're also reducing uh, care for the elderly, I think. Wow. Yeah, care, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're throwing grandma and grandpa on the train tracks. <laughs> right. All right, so, um, and, uh, oh, and the disabled uh, to less than $250 billion, That's down from $400 billion. Yeah. And paid leave benefits could last only four weeks down from a proposed 12 weeks. They're, they're, they're a serious problem because the, the, the entire Democrat Party is ridiculously divided. You've, mm -hmm. got, you've got the growing progressive wing and you've got like you've got some sane Democrats that are, you know, pretty much in the middle. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the other ones that have just been there forever and they're just oligarch, you know, criminals like Pelosi and all right. of them. Um, but yeah, they're, they're all at each other's throats and none of them can get anything done. You had AOC not too long ago saying that she was going to just not vote for it because they wouldn't add in, I don't know, who knows what, yeah. the full nationalization of every industry in the United States probably. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, they're, they're not, they're not going to get the votes. They're not going to be able to get it passed. When they, when it does go get, you know, meet the mansion hurdle yeah. where, where he's finally satisfied, which there were rumors today that he might be. Leaving the Democratic parties. Party. I don't know if that's true or not. He said it wasn't, but who knows? Yeah. Um, that would be insane. That would be really um, awesome. I don't know if I would really like that, though, because the last thing we need is another, you know, GOP or that's not really conservative. I heard that he might be switching to independent. I can see that. So I don't Whatever. know. We'll see. The, so the idea of free public uh, college tuition was like crazy ludicrous within the Democrat Party 
in 2016, not mm -hmm. that long ago, when Bernie Sanders was the one to propose it. Now we've got all of this infighting because so many of them are like, no, we have to have it. Mm -hmm. They're not going to do it. I don't think they're going to do it. Yeah. Do, do you think even they know that it's insane? It's yes, I do think they know. And I think that, you know, I know a lot of people that originally voted for Biden because of that. They wanted that free tuition and everything. And and to me, I'm just like, you're the one that went to school. You you pay for it. Like, yes. what? So so when I see something like so simple like that, just pay for it. You made the decision. Right. Uh, you know, I, I find it very easy to say, OK, that's not actually going to get through. That's just that's just something they're dangling some fruit yes. for you to get the vote. And then that's it. You know, you know what worries me about this, though, because they will get to a certain point where finally Cinema and, and Mansion jump on board and it's going to pass. They're going to do it through reconciliation. Mm -hmm. What else is hidden within this monstrosity? It's right. still one point five, one point nine trillion dollars. Right. All those little things like there was a pilot program for a uh, what was, uh, was it a carbon or for uh, for however many miles you drive, they would tax you off of that. Oh, yeah. Remember that there's yes. a, there was a pilot program for that. Yes. Who knows what the heck else is in that thing? But there's going to be a lot of stuff. They're not going to walk away with not winning something uh yeah. even if it's just 1.5 trillion i can't believe you put just just, just in front just of that. 1.5 yeah. trillion right. that's, that's where we're at in the country today uh all right before we go we have to celebrate international pronouns day which i actually didn't know that it was until i saw this tweet from the department of state yes our own, the United States government organization, the Department of State, that said today on International Pronouns Day, we share why many people list pronouns on their email and social media profiles. And uh, they have a cute little link for you to go to that is, again, a government website that says, that explains why many Americans list pronouns on social media profiles. Um, I feel like I have some ideas but I'd like to hear yours. See, th th what's funny is this is exactly what Dave Chappelle was talking about. Yes! This is how powerful this lobby mm -hmm. is. There's actual issues out there that I'd love to hear the Department of State to comment on. <laughs> you know, like, you know, say if they stayed in their lane, maybe they could talk about how gay people are being thrown off rooftops in Iran. Right. Places like that. Address that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something yeah. like that. But pronoun, no wonder Afghanistan was so botched the way it was. This is what they're concerned with. Yeah. It's insane. It's crazy, Gothic. Yeah, I don't understand the thing. Pro pronouns, I just, there are more important things to be worried about mm. instead of this. But as far as why people put them in their, pro in their bio, I guess uh, when I look at that, I can instantly figure out what your political leaning is. Yes. I know yeah. what your beliefs are. Uh, it's like, it, it's, a, it's a stereotype. And I feel bad for the LGBT community because this pronoun thing is being used as like a battering ram to make a political statement and it's making the acceptance of their own community go down and they don't even realize it. That is a great point. And, and that, but I think that, that that happens so often to so many uh, left-leaning organizations, uh, BLM and Me Too and all these like, they don't realize that it gets co-opted by people who then make a mockery of it and then no one wants to listen to them anymore. Uh, I really quickly, I, um, I tweeted out like just a reminder on International Pronouns Day that your pronouns are BS, except I actually did not use the term BS. <laughs> and I had so many people in that community be like, um, actually, pronouns are a thing and it's an English language and you should probably <laughs> look that up. I'm like, no, 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 no. Your pronouns are BS. OK, I know what pronouns are. I just don't need to use them. I think even with the people who, you know, if it were me, I'd say she, her or whatever. It's like, like, I don't. I don't need you to say that. Right. I, I can tell what you are. Right. That doesn't, you don't need to give me that. It's just incredible. It seems to be just a, uh, a, a, a like some 
I think people are seeking validation. It, yes, for be, sure. Because it, I, the way that I do pronouns, it's as simple as if you look like a guy, I'm going to say he. If you look yes. like a girl, I'm going to say she. Yeah. But some people will say, well, that's transphobic. Well, then, I'm sorry. I don't yeah. know what to tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, I know. We got to take a break. We'll be back. Well, that was my thing, too, is that they said they'd be like, oh, okay, well, I'll just call you sir. I'm like, I Hey, uh, those of you who have not yet gone to wherever you get your audio podcasts, uh, you got to go subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. Let management know that you love us because every once in a while, I curse. And I'm sorry, I apologize, but I'm passionate about these things and I'm speaking for you. And I, I feel your frustration, I share your frustration, and it comes out every now and then. And I told you guys I got an email from management. So you need to let management know how much you love us here at the News and Why It Matters. You might, you may see a review read live on air like the one from Shellamon, who said, uh, top news show, Sarah, thank you so much for all that you and your crew do for keeping us updated on these things. When people ask where I get my information, I show them your page and uh, tell them how much I absolutely love all of you. Uh, so thank you so much for your, your review. It takes you two seconds and you may see your review read on air. Also... Don't forget, you got to go subscribe to uh, Gothics over at YouTube. I'm shocked that they're still letting you on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, they, do they know that, that you voted for Trump? I'll just blame it on systemic racism. If they do. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh, yeah. perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, we really enjoyed having you. Thank you for having uh, me. Make sure to tune in to You Are Here Tonight. You can find Gothics there as well. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.